0: Hey everyone, I hope you're doing great. This is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body Podcast, and I have a fantastic interview episode for you today, which is why I had to squeeze it in with a 181.5, because I do have some pre-recorded episodes ready to go, but I feel like today's topic had to be done right away. Today's topic is for people who are exercising, training, athletes, but don't know what to do right now in this period during COVID. If you were training for a race, do you just stop your training altogether? If you had a race coming up, what do you do now? Well, there was no better person to ask than Natasha Vundermerve. She is a pro triathlete. She is an amazing coach. I've had the blessing of having her coach me for Ironman, every size triathlon marathons as well. And she Is just like us in that hey she's a mom she's an athlete she does happen to be a pro and she's pretty incredible um, and she has a job because she's a coach too and I wanted to know from her what happened to her her training her races what is she advising to others right now and her clients and really what should all of us be doing in our trainings Should we be slowing down, picking it up? What should we be working on? So many questions. What do we focus on? I'm excited for Natasha to tell us all about it. Now, if you don't know Natasha, she is an incredible pro triathlete, as I said. She has been a professional triathlete since 2010. She has an Ironman PR of a 925. She has a 70.3 PR of a 423. She is an incredible coach. I'm just simply blessed because she happens to be in Austin But don't worry because all her coaching is online. So you could have her as a coach as well. We're going to talk about all of that and how to handle your training right now. All right. Well, welcome, Natasha. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing?
1: Doing pretty well, considering. Yeah. And I appreciate you asking me to be on. <laughs> yeah, well, I
0: selfishly wanted you to be on because I have all these <laughs> questions, but I also know that so many athletes have so many questions right now about what to do, how to train, should I train, just everything. And and I think that it, it will be interesting to ask you from a pro perspective, well, what are you doing? And then what are you yeah. recommending for clients? So let's just start with this. How has COVID impacted your current race schedule, what was your next race on the schedule that got canceled?
1: Yeah, so I was working up to Ironman Texas, which would funnily enough be this upcoming Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, it was just a big build to that. And I felt like I had been training forever because I actually cut my season short at the end of last year. And uh, I started because I had I was having some back issues, mm. and uh, I started rehabbing, and I felt like I think I'd been training for six months already on end of progressive training wow. towards the big goal of Ironman Texas. And so, yeah, we just took that off the schedule. And, and honestly, I, I hadn't planned anything beyond that because mm-hmm. I wanted to see how Ironman Texas went before even deciding on the rest of my year. Um, since pros, we can actually enter up to two weeks before a race. Oh. So there's really no rush in deciding my whole year schedule.
0: Oh, okay, that's actually interesting to know, um, and that actually was my next question. As a pro, do you did you get information before other Ironman Texas athletes, or did you get the same email that no. says it's canceled?
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot of my athletes were actually texting me and calling me and giving me the news before oh. I had even found out. To, so that that answers that. Okay, yeah. so
0: pros don't get any insight. No, We didn't
1: give any heads up.
0: Yeah. No heads up. Okay, <laughs> so
1: what was the first thing you thought when you heard it was canceled? So to be honest, during that time, I was actually going through a little bit of a health issue. Um, we, My mom lives with us right now. She was back in South Africa all through January, February, March. And that just puts a lot of stress on myself and my husband with both of our jobs, um, taking care of her, me trying to train. And, I, because I was having such big goals on the schedule for this year, I was burning the candle out on both ends a little bit. And, uh, my husband actually got sick as well cause he was working these crazy 20 hour days. Mm. And, uh, I think there was a stretch of three weeks where I was just completely wiped out. And so I finally went in and got some blood testing mm. and we figured, we found out my iron was almost next to zero. My vitamin D levels were also very, very low, hmm. um, what else did we find out? Yeah, my body wasn't absorbing vitamin B. um, And then we also found out that my testosterone was extremely low. Hmm. And so when I wasn't actually sure, I I talk about Texas, but I just found out that right before COVID happened, and I wasn't sure when, if I was even going to start training for Texas, because I had to figure out how to get my system, my body back in order. Um, And so, yeah, I basically used that opportunity to just take a step back. Mm -hmm. And I took the next couple uh, weeks to go visit, you know, a holistic doctor and just get all the vitamins that I needed. And so we got a vitamin plan for me and then also just try to reset the system. So I was just sleeping a ton, not really training too much. If I was training, it was just really strength training and, and very light aerobic uh, training, which they suggest to do, uh, to just reestablish testosterone levels, um, and everything else. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's pretty much what I started to do. And, um, yeah, so the news of COVID wasn't, I didn't, it didn't hit me as hard as, uh, it would have had I been in this fantastic shape and really wanted to race. It was almost like, this is a moment for me to breathe, reset, Mm -hmm. do it again properly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for
0: you, um, maybe a little meant to be. Yes. (laughs)
1: Unfortunately, I was like, I hate for the whole world to suffer. But this is actually benefiting me at this very moment.
0: I I hear you. Um, Yeah okay so um sideline is your health back yeah. on track how are you feeling it is
1: okay yeah, no, Great. So, yeah so much better it's amazing when you start to supplement really hit all the supplements um right away
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it's amazing how much better my energy levels are feeling but i'm still i'm not taking it lightly i'm still making sure i'm getting enough sleep Great. still staying on top of my nutrition i'm still really heavily focusing on strength Uh, Not overdoing the endurance, which is what I recommend for for all athletes anyway. I'm not training for an Ironman, so why do the five, six-hour rides and the two-hour runs, three-hour runs that I was doing? So... Uh, taking the step back has actually really benefited my health and in turn I'm seeing some great fitness results coming around at this point
0: yes and I mean you've always taught me you you've coached me before and you you've always been very big on like the heart rate training and the the low heart rate and getting that in and the rest and and I still am working on that so much and (laughs) but I see the benefits of it too so fast And it's amazing how many people won't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Too impatient. (laughs) Yeah. And and I know you love to work out and you love to work out hard, but I'm glad to hear that you, you know, you took it seriously and took the, you know, a little step back and you're doing what you need to do and and it's working, which is what people need to see. Like you can take a step back get yourself back together and yeah. you'll come back stronger than ever, likely. So I'm glad that you're doing well. Yeah.
1: And I think, I think the lesson in this for me is just reality being that I'm a mom of a three-year-old. I can't train to the level of all these other athletes that all they do is train and rest all day. Yeah. And I think I was trying to, um, and, and my body just said, no. And yeah. so the, it, again, has allowed me to take a step back and say, okay, this is the, re- the reality of the situation, this is as much as I can train and mm-hmm. we're going to try to work within this framework, yeah. um, to, to see what kind of fitness I can build. Right,
0: right. Which is awesome. And, and you're not just a mom because you also are a coach. Like you, you have three jobs, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is why I guess you said you were burning the candle at, at, at three ends yeah. really, if it had three ends, <laughs> uh, because you're a coach. So you have many athletes that you're coaching and then you're a pro and so you're training on your own and you're a mom, which is the biggest job in the world. Um, and then with COVID, everybody's home, and now your daughter's not in school, and so that's obviously really tough. Now with Co- now your situation then is maybe a little different than some of the other pros out there. Like, do you talk to any other pros, and what are they doing right now when they know they don't know when the next race is? Do you know anyone?
1: I think it's different for everybody. Um, I've seen, I think mostly through social media where I've seen some people, you know, where a race has been rescheduled for later in the year. You know, I've seen them like circle the race. This is what we're going to target. Okay. And uh, that's definitely what not what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm uh, waiting until every this is all done before I even decide on a race because yeah. there's no reason in trying to prepare for a race that might not even happen
0: right. in my mind.
1: And that's yeah. kind of the the input I'm giving my athletes to do as well um, is just take all races off the schedule. Um, Let's figure out a, what is fun to do, what is motivating, what's going to keep you healthy, what's going to mentally benefit you to tackle everything else that's going on in your life. And, uh, and then also build, just try to progress as an athlete on your own. I think what's great about this time is, races are you get to the start line and you get to compare yourself a against yourself but b against others as well and now you just get this uninterrupted time where you just purely get to be your better self and Mm -hmm. compare yourself to what you were doing the week before and so um, I think it's been a, a helpful time for a lot of my athletes who do get too wrapped up in comparing themselves to others through races that that's been taken off the table mm-hmm. and um, I'm personally prescribing a lot of workouts for my athletes. I know this is a question that's coming, but uh, just uh, just slightly progressive off the week before okay. because I a I want to make sure that they can do a workout. It's not too much for their immune system. Mm-hmm. It's something they enjoy and then let's see the following week. Can we do that same workout but do it slightly better and so they get that feedback right away like oh wow last week I did 10 minute mm-hmm. miles and this week I'm doing 940 minute miles and um so yeah I'm a little off track on your question but no but it, I mean yeah
0: and it plays perfectly into to what we're talking about next is so you have all these clients and they're training yeah. for races um and I know you train a lot of uh triathletes but runners as well what did you tell them? I mean, they all must have just been so, I mean, were they just so depressed? Like, I feel so blessed, sadly, that I didn't have yeah. any race on the schedule because I was supposed to get hip yeah. surgery, which got canceled. But, so I didn't have anything. So I was like, thank God, because I'm yeah. I'm looking at, I did Ironman Texas and I worked so hard and I would have been so upset or I'm looking right now online at all the people who are supposed to do Alcatraz, which I did and yeah. they trained so hard. And, you know, so what what was like, what were your clients going through and what were those calls like?
1: Yeah, I think there was a mix of uh, some were really disappointed because they do need that carrot. They do not need that race to get them out of bed in the morning. Um, I would say the vast majority were just like, great, we have all this time. Again, uninterrupted. Let's get get after it. Let's set some goals. Um, And so what I did, the initial thing that I sent to my athletes is, Let's look at, first of all, the training that we have done. What have we learned? What can we take from that and do better in our next block of training? And then let's reset some goals, something that's going to get you motivated, make you excited to train. And then we've just really been going all in on, on hitting those goals. And it seemed like if we just reframed what the athlete was looking to get out of this time every single one has now looked at it in a positive manner and mm-hmm. really made the most of it. I mean, I've seen the biggest fitness gains from nearly all my athletes, um, who are still, yeah, continuing to train as if there is a race, um, but they're, they're improving more than ever, again, because we don't have to, like, back off into, you know, race-specific, yeah. you know, training, and, and, and also we've taken all the volume away. I think that's what gets a lot of people, is when they have to go out and do these four, five-hour rides on the weekend, we're no longer doing that. And it makes just the training cycle um, more consistent, mm-hmm. you know, where we're not having to recover from these big sessions. Mm-hmm. I think, but, honestly, yeah.
0: athletes are going to get be in the best shape ever because they are stepping back from the intensity and yeah. the longevity, like you say, of these enormous workouts. And yeah. what a tremendous, like, relief it is to the body who's like, help me, help me, you know, because, yes. I mean, we are... By the very nature of being an, a triathlete, you're an overtrainer. Like, it's almost impossible not to overtrain as a triathlete. So these are such... It's such a great time for an athlete, especially if yeah. they have a coach who can yeah. guide them properly right now. Like, I feel like coaches like you, you should be getting more calls than ever. And, and I hope, you know, <laughs> people listening... Understand that this is the time to work with a coach, not because you have a race on the schedule, but because you can now learn how to do the right aerobic training or the right build up without some of the intensity. And I just think, I don't know, I think people like I'm sure all your clients are going to have the best race of their life when that time comes (laughs) because of this period. Yeah, for sure. I would
1: think so. I know. I know. Just looking at myself, my best races are always at the very beginning of the season because I've had three, four weeks of uninterrupted training mm-hmm. just to build, build, build. And it's actually, you know, through the summer, a being Texas, but then also when you're just you're preparing for a race or you're tapering, you're recovering. There's not much opportunity to build fitness outside of the races themselves. So, right. right. Um, I think you're going to have a lot of fit people coming out of this block if done correctly and done with a coach. Yeah. Um, yeah because on the flip side you can also a not be motivated um because you don't understand how to be motivated and get out of bed or b you could just totally overcook yourself yes (laughs) because you're like there's no structure so i'm gonna go hard today and then the next day i'm gonna go hard again there's no race so well yeah what um, i what what i see i see people
0: um doing is oh i'm home all day and they ride five or six hours (laughs) and i'm like why why, you know, what? What this is not the time for that, which again is why it is so important to work with a coach during these periods, because that yeah. might not be the best thing, because people have so much time on their hands, they think, well, I can just yeah. work out all day, but they don't understand uh, the value of proper recovery and build. So,
1: Yeah, right. the biggest thing I tell my athletes for each session is you need to know exactly what the purpose is of the session you are about to do, because it's going to help guide your choices you make with fueling, with the intensity that you put out, you know, um, and uh, and then and then with you knowing exactly what that session entails, you'll then make smart uh, decisions for the next day and the mm-hmm. following day. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, as an athlete, I would d- definitely look at each session and know, and stick to the reason of the session, otherwise it becomes something totally different. Right,
0: right, it defeats the purpose. Now, are a lot of your clients, looking at races already? Or are you pretty much saying just don't even do it? Or how's that sort of going right now?
1: you know there honestly hasn't been too much discussion otherwise except for when an athlete gets an email saying that their their race has been canceled so they just started canceling august races and so i've just started getting emails where they did have the hope of maybe the august september races happening um but i think everyone has just taken a step back and and said hey let's these are the things we need to work on whatever that aspect is for that exact person and let's just focus on that and do it in a progressive manner where we can see um ourselves getting better um so yeah they haven't really focused on any races races at this point um and i think everyone is hoping that august through november those races are going to happen um but i think we'll start having those discussions soon enough as i said with them starting to cancel the august races Uh,
0: yeah definitely is um Is there something that you are working on specifically with clients right now, or is it really individual to the client? Like, are you working more on aerobic training for everyone, or is there some people who it's more speed work, or is it very individual?
1: It's very individual, but there is a vast majority of the athlete that they really want to focus on strength, because that's... the first thing that gets um put to the side when we do get in wrapping up volume with swim bike and run mm-hmm. so we're taking a step back and we're hitting three strength sessions a week doing a lot of core work on top of that um, outside of that a lot of our athletes are on uh an online platform and cycling called Zwift yeah and what's great about that is you have an opportunity to race others and so that is a definitely that carrot hanging in front of them to hopefully improve their cycling performance and so most of us have all gone in with let's become the best cyclists we can be during this time which also couples with that strength training that we're doing Mm -hmm. knowing that they're also going to become better runners off this because if they're a stronger off the bike a stronger on the bike they're going to get off the bike quicker Mm -hmm. but their legs are also going to be fresher in order to run better and so majority of us we're going through a let's let's raise our vo2 max let's raise our ftp and those are the athletes that don't have to work on that aerobic foundation as much Mm -hmm. i constantly do tests with my athletes to see what area of their fitness is lacking and so once we get those test results in we can say okay these next four weeks has to be focused on just building our base or base is built, let's work on raising our threshold through VO2 max intervals and let's see how we respond to that. And if not then we'll respond through doing it a different way, maybe sweet spot intervals or threshold intervals. And we're just mixing it up as we go and and seeing what people respond to. I love that you're bringing
0: more strength training in and core because that is the thing that, man, I was barely able to get in like once a week (laughs) during Ironman training. And again, people are going to come back so strong from this because they finally have that ability to take that on. So I think it's awesome. Now, here's got to be the biggest question that everybody's asking is how do you swim? What are you doing Uh, for everyone right now who needs a swim? Like are you, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, so I personally am not doing anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like that time uh, spent trying to do some some cord work or getting in the pool and not really swimming correctly um, is a bit of a waste of time, to be honest. I think doing overall strength for the entire body and the core is what's going to help you. And um, the opportunity to, to have A block of training as I said where we've gone all in with cycling you don't get that opportunity when you're trying to do swimming and running so for me and for most of my athletes we're saying let's get that fitness on the bike as high as possible so that when we can introduce swimming well then let's really focus in swimming and and do a swim block and with through frequency of swimming and doing it properly and focused you'll get that swimming back in no time so that's my thought about it and yeah, again, with spending time with my daughter, I think to put my pool is too cold. The time it takes for me to put a wetsuit on, oh, yeah. to strap something around me, get in the pool, I'm like, I could be spending that time with my daughter and this is not really going to move the needle forwards like at all. No, so,
0: at all. No, I have, I definitely agree. I had a coach for before I knew you for my first Ironman and he used to tell everybody like basically, you know, like if you took four or five months off swimming, you'd be fine. Like instead of yeah. trying to make it work in between seasons or whatever, that he kind of recommended you just take time off. And I remember yeah. when I went back in the pool, I was kind of the same place I was before. It didn't make, yeah. I didn't, you know, really lose that much. So I do, you know, I'm seeing all these interesting videos on Facebook of what people are doing <laughs> for swimming and, yeah. you know, yeah. and I know it's hard because some people are just swimmers. So, you know, they don't want to lose uh, that. But like you said, I think there's a ton of, strength and core work that you can still do to benefit. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I just think getting in our <laughs> pools right now is probably not going to make much difference. So yeah, and maybe the pools will open up soon. But I don't know. I also think we shouldn't rush back too fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, it has to be done smartly because you can easily overdo it and <laughs> overdo the shoulders. So yeah. we will definitely be uh, – one of my athletes, uh, Andrea, who you know, uh-huh. she actually let me know in St. George that um, her pool had just opened. I saw her yes. picture. Yeah. <laughs> And so, I mean, she's a lifelong swimmer who can easily get in and swim 4K, but we've actually just started with swimming every other day and and only a 2K and only easy. Like, Mm -hmm. let's just get feel back. Let's just start touching the water and then we'll gradually build the mileage. Right. right. Um, So that's what I intend with all the other athletes as well. Okay. Now,
0: in terms of nutrition, um, I know so many people who went off the rails the first like two weeks of COVID. Uh, Personally, how did you do?
1: No, I actually did really well. Um, I think this is the perfect opportunity to really dial your nutrition in because you can't really eat out. Exactly. Um, so go, go to the grocery store and start meal plan, meal prepping, and that's essentially what we did. Yeah. Um, you know, you, working with you made the biggest difference uh, in with the way I look at nutrition, and every single meal I look at it as how is this going to help me feel and how is it going to help me perform in the session that I'm about to do and then recover from it and do it again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much the daily outlook I, I have. I just divide my daily nutrition through what's fueling my workouts. And then outside of that, how many macronutrients and how nutritious can this Meal B, mm-hmm. um, and I think through that it's I've pretty much stayed steady. Good for you. Before I worked with you, I would have probably told you that I probably would have gained ten pounds because I, I would have had no idea what to do. And you were at home all the time too, so guess what? The fridge is right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I feel so much more mature.
0: <laughs> yeah, ha, ha, you've grown so much. You are, a, well, of course, you are a star student. So everything <laughs> I taught you, you listened. You you liked the education on it, and you put it into play. But it. It is amazing how many people went off the rails which I get it you know uh, I think the first two weeks it was a very scary time and no one knew what was coming so I literally faulted no one even if they were a client on my program but then I say like to people now we got to pull it together because this could be a long time coming still so um, for your clients for my clients for everyone listening it this could be our new norm for quite a while and so whether yeah. it's just getting back into exercise or just starting to cook again and you know not having wine every night like <laughs> we've we've got to pull it together i think that's so important yeah. um in terms of exercise that's why i personally think a lot of people may be dropped out of their races dropped their coaches but now it's time to pick that back up because as everyone yeah. can understand a coach can build you properly right now and it, and it might be the most essential build you ever have um, that you'll never get this time again to like focus on things without that that stress of okay race day, race day, race day uh, so i I definitely think that it's an interesting time, it's a scary time, but it's also at this point time to really pull it together for everyone's health in general and also me- mental sanity. And, and, and how is your how, my last thing was being just like how is your mental state being at home so much um, yeah how is that for you
1: I'm good I'm I'm honestly and I think you know this I'm a bit of a homebody and um, so I enjoy this time at home um, the, the the only biggest thing that has changed for us is obviously outside of work outside of training Nadine in the past would obviously she have school in the morning or would take her to lifetime and I'd do my swim and she'd play with friends and so or I'd even use that time to work and so now I have to be very wise with my time knowing that all the other time I'm going to be with her Mm -hmm. so what's really helped me is sticking to a very strict schedule of I'm the first one up in the morning, and I've I've pre-made my you know shake in the morning and my uh, coffee, and I'm I do my workouts before anyone's even got up, so that I have that me time. I've a, I've got my workout in, but then also it's that mental sanity uh, time as well. I can tell you that I am a much better mom and a much better person worker if I do that workout first thing in the morning and I have that quiet time first thing in the morning versus just kind of waking up and going with the flow of the day mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean once i started doing that because there were a couple days i didn't um my my mental you're asking my mental side it just kind of stepped in line with that because um, mm-hmm. again that's i think the part of the control as well i like to control as much as i can through a stage that is out of our control right. and so um planning out every minute of the day and as i said planning out the food i feel like Whatever is important to you, you'll make the time to make it work and figure it out. And so that's kind of been a fun challenge in itself and and kept me in the right mindset. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, I'm a homebody too, so it hasn't (laughs) impacted me that much either. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Um, But I know it's impacting a lot of people and I know a lot of people miss... Uh, running with their running groups and biking with their teams and swimming. Um, I do think Zwift is so. What a great time for Zwift! <laughs> Some companies yeah. are thriving right now. Uh, Zwift oh, would yeah. probably be one. Netflix would be one. <laughs> um, but well, it's,
1: it's, it's making us all step up our games too. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like as a, as a coach, you have to figure out all these different and added platforms to communicate with, with your athletes and extra things you need to offer your athletes and. I think it's just gonna continue to become better for the the online fitness community. Absolutely. and Fitness coaches. do
0: you yeah. do you like have rides set up where you and all your clients ride at the same time? Yeah, that's so yeah, fun. So
1: we have there's this cool thing called Discord. And it's the space, it's an app where you click in and everyone is basically on a, a walkie talkie together. <laughs> it's basically ah. a, everyone can chat at the same time. And every Wednesday morning, I host a, a meetup ride on Zwift for Bicycle World. Mm. And all my athletes do that as well. And throughout that, everyone logs on to Discord and they have their phone with them and we just chat. For the entire entire hour, and they get to ask their questions, and we get to check on in on each other and see how that we're doing, and so that's been a fun fun thing that's that awesome. we never did before. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. I mean, way to use technology in this yeah. time and in this space. And your clients must love that. I mean, that that's a huge perk. I would think that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, so tell us um, a little bit about your coaching. Uh, tell us just like who do you coach? Where do they live anywhere in the world? Um, tell yeah. us a little bit about what you're doing.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so, my website, if you want to go to it, it's nvdmcoaching.com. And I work with all levels of athletes. Okay. Um, but I think I attract the athlete that is very data driven because you know I like using data. Um, Most of my athletes have power meters, have heart rate monitors, um, because I like to use and compare data uh, in order to progress their training plans. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I have athletes that are brand new to the sport and we're getting ready for their first half Ironman. Um, I think we had an athlete who's getting ready for their first sprint, actually. But all the way to the athlete, I have a couple pros that I coach and, and athletes that have that long term goal of trying to qualify for Kona. Um, I work online. I use the training platform Training Peaks mm-hmm. and uh, I communicate. Uh, through phone calls and so again I can do that right now so it really hasn't changed my coaching Mm -hmm. but I communicate through phone calls and then through the training platform Training Peaks is where they get their their training uh, for the week and uh, I think you can find more information as far as what all the coaching entails on my website and uh, I have a full list of all the athletes I coach there as well.
0: Okay and I'll for sure put a link to your, um, your website on the show notes as well so it's awesome I mean I can't say enough great things about you because you coached me um, for Ironman, for marathons, for well, you everything. We did sprints, we did Olympics. I think you took me through. You made me race every race that summer that there was. I think in Austin. Yeah, <laughs> <And> <laughs> um, you did well. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I progressed a ton. I I think you're an incredible coach, and Thank um, you. I think. I think we have a lot of similarities in our coaching style, and we're very attention to detail, and I have a very high expectation for my coaches, and you nailed it yep. every time. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody is looking for a coach for, um, for Thanks, triathlon, man. are you doing much running coaching as well? I am. Yeah. Okay. So, so if you're a runner as well, you want Mary, she poor Natasha, she trained me for London and I broke my foot three weeks before. (laughs) 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 Probably in the best running shape of my life until that day. Um, stress fracture, which was not your fault. I dropped a ladder on a toe, but, um, (laughs) uh, but she's fantastic coach. So if you are looking, if you're that person right now, who's sort of, in limbo, needs to maybe get back on track, pull it together, I would definitely reach out to Natasha, see what she has available. I know she also gets very booked very fast, but see what she has available. Get on some kind of plan right now just to get you back on track. Again, whether you're a runner or a triathlete, I really think coaching right now is what people need probably more than anything than any other time. And you just would never have thought to say that in a time when there's no racing, but (laughs) I truly think that people will come back stronger than ever because of everything that you're implementing right now. Um, I know your Instagram as well is awesome to follow and your handle is NVDM coaching. And I'll also put that in the show notes. Um, Any last tips for athletes listening as to what you think they need to be doing right now during this COVID time?
1: I think obviously the biggest factor is taking care of their health, and mental health goes in with that, and uh, on, t- on the top of the list is do what brings you joy, mm-hmm. and so if, yes, have a plan, but for that day, if what brings you joy or going out and doing a walk with your family is what's going to be the best thing for you for that day. then that's what you should be doing um while all my athletes were yes we were looking long term and building fitness towards those goals um we're doing it with at our own at a slower pace per se there's no rush to be ready because so that we can make room for that mental health and that those those happy moments um so use yeah use exercise to bring you joy and, and give you that control that you need
0: yeah I always tell my clients right now also I tell my clients this a lot even non-COVID now, but we have to have a little grace in what we do and, yeah. and, and be great, give, give ourselves grace when we miss a workout or we don't nail it or we need to be with our children that day. Instead, it's okay, you know? And, and during yeah. a time like this, I really and truly think, for me, what gets me through is um, the blessings that we have. And being with our family right now is a huge blessing. And everyone... Yeah you know, is usually so busy and you can't eat together. And se- But now let's focus on those blessings because really that's what it's all about. So can't thank you enough for your time that's today. True. I love the interview. I love thank the information. You. Thank you so much. And again, I'll put all of Natasha's information on the show notes um, and definitely reach out to her if you have any questions. Thank you, Natasha. Thanks for your time, Kim. Appreciate okay. it. So there right. you have it. All that information from Natasha was fantastic. I really enjoyed interviewing her and probably selfishly interviewed her on this topic because I wanted to know what she's been doing, how she's handling COVID, and and what she's telling to her clients. And now we know there's a lot that can be done right now. I truly believe this is the time to have a coach. If you're interested in her coaching, I'm going to put her link in the show notes For sure. So go to the Earn That Body website, go to the podcast tab, and you'll pull right down to her podcast. And I will have a link there to nvdmcoaching.com. And I will also put the link to her Instagram account, which is also nvdmcoaching. I highly recommend. Give her a follow. She's an inspiration in so many ways and by far an incredible coach. So these are such great things for everyone to think about. Um, It's not about training for a race right now. I love what she said about working with her clients to just maybe PR their own work and not worry about racing a person that you're actually trying to beat right now in a race. It's a great time to build, whether it's your aerobic capacity or, she said, working on biking right now and being the strongest biker you can be. If you're a runner, maybe you're going to work on speed training or maybe you're going to work on endurance training. But there's never been a better time to get really focused on some very specific aspects of your training without having a race sort of hanging over you. Like we all love to race, but sometimes that race pushes us into such a high stress zone on our body that we can't fully build where we potentially need to build because that race is coming and we have to get race ready. So Natasha, thank you. She had so many great tips and words of advice. Again, reach out to her if you're interested in a coach. I'm sure she'd be happy to discuss with you all the options that she has. And I hope that all of you are safe right now. I hope you're all healthy right now and continue to pull it together because i know some people in the first few weeks of covid really sort of fell apart and that's okay i don't i don't say that's bad in any way because i think the first few weeks were were very scary times but because this might be our new norm for quite some time it is time to really pull it together and whether we do that with a coach for exercise or a coach for nutrition i'm still helping people people who are so thankful to have a nutrition coach right now because otherwise they feel like they would have gained 10 pounds. You know, a coach can help you through a tough time. So don't be afraid um, to reach out to Natasha to reach out to me or just simply to get someone to help you with nutrition and exercise during a time like this. Again, stay safe, stay healthy, Earn That Body podcast, always here to bring you health, fitness, and nutrition information that you can put into play right away.